0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Most Delicious Life podcast. I am, as always, just so excited to be here. And guys, today, this is actually episode 35. Can you? I I actually I just cannot believe it. Like I have been doing this for 35 weeks essentially and I know so many of you have been here for the whole journey with me and I just my heart just explodes so thank you so much. I'm celebrating 35 episodes of myself doing this but I'm also celebrating you guys for listening to 35 episodes of me doing this. I hope that over this time you have learned things, you've had those aha movements, you've had realizations, you've felt happy and, you know, we've... I just feel like we've gone on such a journey together and this is just so exciting. But today, oh my God, today we are going to be talking tips to go from insecure to confident and i feel like this is such a big part of my brand of glow up coaching of who i am as a person i think it's a massive reason why a lot of people decide to work with me and personally i think my confidence has gotten me into a lot of different rooms in life it is has it has served me well in life and I definitely don't think that I've always been a confident person. I definitely think my boyfriend <laughs> would agree with that. He has known me for almost six years, I think, um, or thereabouts. So. When I met him, I was 20 and I do not think that I was a confident 20 year old. I think I could fake confidence, but like I have actually, I spoke about this in my episode that I did over on the How's Your Heart podcast with Jess Hewitt. So if you have not, if you haven't listened to that episode, Jess Hewitt um, on the How's Your Heart podcast actually interviewed me and we spoke a lot about confidence over there. But what I was saying is that I used to be really good at faking my confidence, which is such a good tool and I think it is such a useful tool, but there does come times where faking your confidence isn't always enough where sometimes that true confidence would actually just be such a blessing in your life. And that is something that I've definitely developed over the past few years. And I've written down some of my best tips to help you guys on that journey. Now, just like any type of change or or growth in your life this is not just something that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning you're going to be able to tick these boxes and what bam you're a confident person right like I didn't just wake up one day and I'm like oh my god the confidence fairy has bitten me and I feel amazing it was something that progressed over over time and it's really interesting talking to so for example um my bosses at World Gym talking to them over the past three years that I've worked there and the change that they've been able to note and see in me. And sometimes we'll reflect on the first interview when they first met me and they'll be like, you were so little and you were so nervous and now you're just so confident you don't care. And it's like, yes, I think age plays a role in that, but oh my God, I know Some of the most confident people, some of the most confident people I know are like 18 years old, you know, like age doesn't always matter. Although a developed prefrontal cortex is pretty sexy. Um, Sorry to those who are not yet 25. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so today, five tips to go from insecure to confident. Getting straight in there with tip number one is keep the promises you make to yourself. And it sounds so freaking simple, but babe, if it was simple, why are you not doing it? You know, and I feel that's going to be the theme with a lot of these tips. You're going to hear it and you can either roll your eyes and go, oh my God, I've heard it all before and turn this podcast off. Or you can actually start actioning. You can actually start embodying. You can actually start listening, not just with your ears, but with your brain and with your heart and making the tips that, oh, I know. reality. So building trust with yourself and following through with what you said you would do is absolutely essential to being a confident person. I cannot press this enough. I do not see how you can be a confident person if you don't know how to trust yourself, if you don't know how to keep your own promises. You know, treat your commitments like you would a job. Meaning that they're scheduled in your calendar and they're time blocked and you know when they're going to happen and you know why they're important to happen. So we look at money and we're like, money's so important. So we prioritize it. We prioritize working. We make our work a priority in our life. We make sure that we are always, that we show up on time. We make sure that we are presentable. We make sure that we, you know, do the study to be able to get a particular job. We tick all the boxes, and I would almost argue that your health can be more important than money and you know there's there's definitely you could go back and forth on that all day but without health how are you going to make money like that's that's one argument so do the same as what you do for your job right treat your commitments like you would a job treat your health like you would a job Treat going to the gym, going for a walk, going for your run, going for a swim, whatever kind of activity and exercise it is that you do, treat it like a job. You are booked in. You have a commitment. You must be there. Do the same with your food. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Make sure that they happen. Grocery shopping. That's not something that just, oh, it'll happen when it happens. I've got no food in the house. It doesn't matter. I'll just, I'm just going to eat that cereal for the fifth time this week for dinner. No, no. Go do the grocery shopping. Make a commitment to yourself. Keep that promise. Because every single time you break that promise of going to the supermarket to buy those groceries and you go to your cupboard and you're like, fuck, I have no food. Your heart breaks a little bit. You go, why did I not just go yesterday when I said I was going to go? And then you go, oh my God, I have to go tonight. Oh, I can't be bothered to go tonight. Oh, I'll just eat those frozen chips that are in the freezer because I can't be bothered. You know, as soon as the task is over, You get to stop thinking about it. It gets to stop impacting your life. It gets to stop being a hassle. It gets to stop being annoying. So keep the dang promises you make to yourself. My tip number two is commit to doing your best and showing up as your best self every single day. Every single day. Now, this is not going to look like 100% every day. But if you wake up functioning at 30%, and then you give 30%. Well, there's your 100%, baby girl. Baby girl, you hit that 100%. You know, we are so caught up with, "Oh my god, but I didn't tick all the all the boxes." Okay, but if you wake up sick, are you really going to drag your ass to the gym, force yourself through a workout, and then go do everything else that's in, like, you know, you need to do in your day? Or are you going to wake up sick and go, "Cool." What can I still control? What do I still have the energy to do? Amazing. I'm still going to eat a really good breakfast. Maybe I'm going to have some scrambled eggs and avocado on toast instead of, oh, I can't be fucked. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm just going to grab the tub of ice cream and and kind of munch on that throughout the day. There's still so much that you can control to make up the 30% for you to show up as your best functioning self. I also feel like when we talk about being our best functioning self, there's so much pressure put onto that statement or put onto that version of ourselves. And what if we actually just removed that pressure, right? And I know that sounds a little bit confusing, a little bit funky because you're like, well, how can I show up as my best self if there's no pressure to show up as my best self? But why do you need to force yourself to, to keep a commitment right why do you need to actually force yourself to do something that's going to make you feel 10 out of 10 for the day and when I say force yourself I don't mean why do you have to keep yourself yourself accountable because of course you have to keep yourself accountable to the the goals that you set for yourself you know your daily habits but I I think I mean more so like why do you have to guilt and pressure yourself to do something are you doing it because you want to live that lifestyle because you want to achieve that thing or are you doing it because that's what you feel like you have to because that girl on TikTok does or because your friend does or because the coach you follow on Instagram does you know is the decision actually coming from you or is the decision being pushed and influenced by somebody else because again you feel like You have to do it that way, especially when it comes to diet culture. I think we get so fed with like, this is the ideal. You're going to want to have this body. You're going to want to work out this type of way because you're going to feel the best, the best, you know, of, of yourself. But it's actually just not true. And I know this from personal experience because for years and years and years, I always thought like, oh, I'm going to feel the best. If I go to the gym, I'm going to feel the best. If I strength train, and I'm not saying that it's not true. But I fully ruled out that I could feel the best by exercising other ways. I ruled out that I could feel the best by playing soccer on a Friday night with my friends. I ruled out that I could feel the best by skipping the gym on a Saturday morning for my sixth session that week and hanging out with my boyfriend and going for an easy morning walk instead. So committing to doing your best and showing up as your best self every day isn't about what you feel like you should be doing. It's about, yes, keeping yourself accountable to the new habits that you want to form, but it's also about honoring you as a person. And this is where it can go back to, do you know your values? Do you actually know what you value? And health and fitness can 110% be something that you value. I know it is for me, but just because that's something you value does not mean that it needs to or it should override everything else. You know, you may value things like individuality, relationships, community, um, independence. I don't know. I'm really bad at thinking these off the top of my head. But there are so many different things that you may value and make sure that you're still upholding them when you're showing up as your best self. Showing up as your best self does not mean that you become this green juice, drinking, meditating, I have a five-hour morning routine, that in girl, influencer it does not mean that's what you become it means that all you have to do is just commit to feeling good every day you know if you know that you have your best gym sessions or not even gym sessions if you know that waking up at five thirty in the morning so that you can go do a workout or a walk or whatever it is sit down and actually eat your breakfast in the sunshine if you know that sets you up for the best day then do that. That's what you're committing to. You're committing to what is making you function as the best version of yourself, not what's going to make somebody else function as the best version of them. Tip number three is present yourself to the world as you feel when you feel your best. So whether that means putting effort into your outfit or wearing your favorite perfume or if it's wearing no makeup do whatever that is for you every day or often. You know, I think so often we can get into this really easy routine of just like rolling out of bed and getting on with the day and who cares, I don't need to be presentable for work or who cares, like work makes me wear a uniform so I can't be individual. There are definitely things that you can still do to present yourself to the world as the best, most confident version of yourself every single day so for me for a while it was wearing a certain combination of earrings when i wore that certain combination of earrings i felt fucking phenomenal i was like today is my day this is my world you are all just living in it and it was it was a set of earrings like it can seem so innocuous but at the end of the day if it makes you feel like you if it makes you feel like a slayer if it makes you feel like a baddie then what's the actual problem If it's putting on your freaking chocolate chip cookie scented perfume every day, then wear that. If it's using a sparkly fluffy pen, then do that. You know, if it's curling your hair every single day and you've got to wake up half an hour early, but it makes you feel incredible, then do that. Sometimes I think it can be, there's like it, it ebbs and flows, but sometimes I think it kind of trends that it's almost cool not to care. It's cool not to care if you're the type of person who doesn't like caring, if you're the type of person that actually feels confident when they don't care, when they don't put effort in, when they are just exactly as they wake up in the morning. That's amazing. But if you're the kind of person that likes to put effort in, that likes to do makeup, that likes to do their hair, that likes to look and present and feel a certain way, then don't feel embarrassed or shy about that. You get to be you. You get to show up as however you want to show up. I think the difference comes when you can't leave the house unless you look a certain way. And I definitely found this within myself. I did not Ever leave the house without makeup on until I was like 22 or 23 something crazy I would never ever think about going to somewhere like work without makeup on um until about yeah 23 or even 24 and the only thing that made me stop wearing makeup was I was going through quite um, bad acne. And I never, I'd never, i never experienced that before. So because I'd never experienced it before, my brain was kind of like, well, maybe it's the makeup and it's the humidity because, you know, you're not a Queenslander. So, <laughs> um, and, and that actually built up my confidence so much. But I still know that I feel my best when I put on a little bit of foundation before I go to work. When I make sure that my eyebrows are tinted. You know, that makes me feel like a million bucks and I haven't even done anything. When I go out for dinner, I enjoy spending an hour and a half getting ready. And I know some people are going to be like, oh my God, an hour and a half getting ready. I could never. It's fun to me. And I'm not embarrassed to say that because I'm actually so confident in that part of myself. Me and my friend, I think we spent like literally two and a half hours the other day getting ready for a dinner because we were having fun. We were talking. We both love doing makeup. We both love experimenting. I had my girlfriends over on the weekend and we were listening to um, 1989 Taylor's version together and I put blue fucking eyeshadow on because why not? We were sitting in my living room, but oh my God, I felt so cool. I felt so unique. I felt so like different and it just made me present myself to the world as the version of me when I feel my best, you know? And I just, I love this tip so much. I think even just doing what makes you feel incredible every day, whether it's, again, putting on the makeup, wearing earrings, putting on perfume, um, perfume, uh, making the bed. I know these are all quite surface level things and they don't have to be surface level things. I'm sure something's coming to your mind right now. But just doing those things every day can and probably will just make you feel so much more confident. It's going to make you feel so much more like you. It's going to bring out your individuality instead of constantly trying to conform. You've probably heard it before, but conformity is like the killer of confidence. If you're constantly trying to be like somebody else to show up, like somebody else to behave like somebody else, how are you ever going to feel confident in the person that you are? It is your individuality that makes you so incredible and I think about this all the time with my clients and when they are feeling insecure going into new places or feeling you know not confident in their bodies or dressing a certain way and I just think like fuck you don't see how incredible you are. You don't see how incredible and unique and amazing you are because all you want to do is be like that random girl on TikTok because it looked in that six second video that she had a cool life and she was happy in her body. You know nothing about her. You are just as incredible and unique and if you made aesthetic videos like her, I'm sure that hundreds of people on the internet would feel the exact same way about you. Tip number four really is the one that just combines everything together. I really feel like you can perfect tips number one, two, three and five, but without tip number four, you've got no binding. You've just got a big bowl of dry ingredients. But if we're baking a cake this one is the, it's it's the wet ingredients. It is. It's your butter. It's your eggs. It's your milk. It's everything you need to get it to stick together. And that is take care of your mental and physical health. It can literally change everything. And I was talking to a client this morning and she had had a bit of time off the gym. She was struggling with her mental health and just really struggling to find a routine that felt good to her. And then she started going back to the gym in the morning again. And she found this routine and she would be excited for her morning oats. And I'm not saying that her mental health is perfect. I think a lot of people's mental health isn't perfect. And that's also completely all right. But she has felt a absolute weight lift off her shoulders. She goes to work such a happier person because she didn't wake up at 6.30 when she's got to start work at 7. She woke up at 4.30 and had an entire day to be the individual incredible person that she is for herself before going out into the world and giving pieces of her to others. And just focusing on your mental and physical health. It, it really is, I think, not underrated in terms of importance. I think we all know how important it is, but I think it's underrated in terms of finding the most confident version of yourself and building that confidence. If you take care of yourself. And if you are consistent with your mental health or with a physical health routine, I can literally guarantee that in a couple weeks, you're going to start showing up differently. You're going to start carrying yourself differently. You're going to feel better in your body. You're going to feel more clear in your mind. And again, I'm seeing this in my That Girl Reset clients. It has been, we're in week four now, so it's been three weeks and in three weeks is nothing six weeks is nothing six months is nothing but in three weeks you can make such a change as to how you look at yourself because if you can stick to something for three weeks that makes you feel incredible every single day you stick to it you are one day further away from ditching it you are one day further away from giving up and deciding "Mm, actually that's not for me because the more you do it the more you can see just how amazing the feeling you're getting is and the less and, and the further away you want to get from the original feeling that made you start in the first place or was that all that or sorry what was keeping you from starting in the first place and it all ties back in right you know if you want to take care of your physical health then you need to keep the promises that you make to yourself You know, you need to commit to doing, tip number two, right? You need to commit to doing your best in those sessions. Not every fucking day, but more often than not. Remember, not every day is 100%, but every day is the best you. And then you also want to present yourself to the world as you feel when you feel your best. And if you're focusing on your physical health, then that's just going to come naturally. That's going to come easy. And then my final tip, tip number five is make decisions that your highest and most confident self would make. Who is that girl that's going to get you to that next level? Who is the person you want to be? We keep making decisions about what who we are today wants, who we are today, what would they do? What do they feel like? But that's actually not going to create change. What's going to create change is by asking yourself, what does me tomorrow want? What does me in six months from now want? What does me in a year from now want? You know, if you don't feel like working out, would your highest self work out? if the answer is yes then go and work out right stop making excuses and start making changes and i love this conversation of and i i know it i know working out in the morning is not for everybody however if you do live in queensland just crazy because the sun comes up at like 4:30 in the morning but if you work out straight away in the morning you have no time for excuses and reasons not to work out to accumulate. Whereas if you work out in the afternoons, unless that habit is so set in stone for you, if you are trying to build the new habit, you have so many hours in the day for one million different reasons and excuses to crop up. So that means you don't get that workout done in the afternoon. I just feel like if you are currently trying to build a routine. If you're currently tr- trying to build healthy physical habits and your go-to is I'll do that in the afternoon, you're really walking a fine line for that not to be a long-term sustainable habit that you're going to build. Because there's going to be a period where it feels too hard. There's going to be a day where it's too cold. There's going to be a day where you're so tired from work, you're so exhausted. And then that exhaustion carries on for a few days and you just can't be bothered. But like I said, if you wake up in the morning and you do the workout straight away, you actually just do not give yourself an opportunity to do it. Um, sorry, to not get it done. And some of my most successful clients, this is what they talk about. This is what they do. And they will wake up in the morning and go, what's going to make me feel good at 10 o'clock today? Is that staying in bed for an extra 20 minutes? Or is that actually getting up and getting out and doing the workout, going to the gym? Because sometimes it really can be that extra 15 or 20 minutes laying in bed that determines whether you get to just mosey around home and waste time before going to work or whether you have enough time to get to the gym, get your workout done, get back home and get ready for work. And like I said, living in Queensland, the sun comes up so early, you can live an entire day before even starting your workday. And I know I got to experience that this morning. So I woke up at 430 Went for my run at, 4, at 4.45. I was back home before 5.30. I showered. I got to sit down on the couch with my computer, reply to some clients. I got to drink my banana smoothie. And then I went to work to start at 7 o'clock. That's from someone who starts at 7 o'clock. Imagine if you started at 8 or 9. Imagine how much you could get done with your morning, with your day. You can have an entire day just for you all you have to do is get yourself out of bed. All you have to do is make decisions that your highest and most confident self would make. And now I know I haven't actually used the word confident very much throughout this podcast, but that's because confidence is almost just this umbrella term for everything else that I've talked about in this podcast. Confidence comes through your behaviors. Yes, it is a feeling within us, but confidence really comes through the behaviors that we present through the world and that we do for ourselves on a day-to-day basis. I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope that you have learned something. I hope that little ideas, little light bulbs have gone off in your mind of, oh, I want to focus on that more. You know, maybe even if you just take one of these tips and focus on that for the next week and see how it improves and changes how you feel, how you show up. Because confidence, again, isn't just the way you talk to strangers, Confidence is how you wear your clothing. It's how you go to work. It's how you talk to your friends. It's the music you listen to. It's the media that you consume. It's the choice of actually this girl on TikTok does not make me feel good. It's being confident to make decisions in public and in private. So choose one of those tips and see how focusing on it changes your week. It changes your mood. It changes your energy. If you have a spare couple moments as well, do not forget to follow the Most Delicious Life podcast. And if you have five seconds of your day, please go give this episode a review. It would honestly mean the absolute world to me. Thank you so, so much for listening as always. And I will see you guys next week on the Most Delicious Life podcast. Bye.